welcome to FB mother freaking one. Martinez, Paul, you know the vibes. I'm getting straight to this. Yo. How are you feeling, man? <laughs> <laughs> Nearly on the ropes, how are you? <laughs> oh. Um, isolating. Uh, out of precaution, I don't actually have symptoms. Just with around people who, like, possibly did. So I'm being mad careful. And, you know, I put myself in that situation. But anyways, you know, trying to stay in good spirits. A bit stressed out because of the timing of everything with uni assessments and stuff like that. But, you know, trying to keep myself busy, trying to keep myself, like, positive and all, short, and all sorts. But, yeah, man. Trump and Biden. Election day for the Americans are here. Today is the day. Today is the day. As uh, Michael Botfer says, let's get ready to rumble. Ah, the riots and unrest that will happen in that country will be seriously fucked up. Like, in all seriousness, today, this is probably the biggest election or one of the biggest elections we will live through in our lifetimes. The most important one, in my opinion. Easily. I think it's, as of now, as of this moment, at our ages now, it's the most important one us as two Europeans have ever seen. Because, well and truly, Trump and Biden are some of the most, like, divisive characters amongst their parties trump especially of course we've known that for four years but even biden people don't really love biden but it's like you know he's possibly I mean, better than trump i mean the democrats voted for biden because apparently it's it's, it's his chance to be a candidate fair play fair play which is, which in my opinion doesn't make sense because bernie sanders has been standing for the past two elections as well bro Bernie is the life. In my opinion, Bernie would like Bernie would be the ideal candidate for our generation. But the issue is, I feel like a lot of what he was saying was a bit too radical to the US a bit too soon. I like, mean it's not wrong. His policies were very progressive. Like, for example, one that sticks out in my head with the whole legalization of marijuana. Make that entirely legal, no problem. Like, get rid of anyone who had previous drug convictions. Like, although America did have a weed legal for the like a few like a decade plus now it's like yeah if he just gets rid of anyone who has like a conviction of weed then that's even better but i feel as if ultimately no matter what happens this like you still need to hold these guys accountable like if trump wins again i hope to god i hope on everything i love a he doesn't win b if he is to win in the event that he does win again, people hold him way more accountable for the next four years. Because I don't want to keep hearing his dumbass speeches where he says awful things, wrong things, and just things you shouldn't hear from an official like representation of your country. And people are just there defending every word he says. Like I don't care that if you are a conservative. This pandemic should have shown you that, okay, right, we, we as his people that were supporting him hold him accountable. And I mean, same with I, Biden. Keep that I same mean, energy with I mean, Biden I've too. never, I've never supported Trump. So. Of course, of course, neither no, of no, us. None of the young people supports Trump. Unless um, you're... there is a there is a whole Twitter page called Teens for Trump, and oh, it has like two hundred, has like two hundred k followers, bro. Mate, so, uh, get alive. You're saying get alive, like they get... Okay, for much I do not like Trump, he is very, like to a bunch of youth that are easily influenced. He is the perfect kind of candidate. Because he literally just gives them sound bites, quick 30-second sound bites that these kids are going to hold on to with the MAGA hats, the marketing, and everything else. He's not it, a perfect candidate for easily influenced youth, yeah? He's a perfect candidate for the media and for the memes. Yeah, that too. That too. Because people have literally said that, like, they're fully voting for him for a joke. And it's like, and bearing in mind, this is like from the clips I've seen on Instagram and places like that, it's been majority white people saying this. And that is terrifying because if we're going to live in a day and age where people wouldn't decide the fate of their whole country based on how funny they find a goddamn meme, then ah, the whole political system in America needs some restructure. <laughs> like, I feel as if regardless of who they get into power, who gets into power, the fact is, you need to hold these guys accountable to the T. I don't care if Biden gets in. I'll be happy, but okay, let's see your first 100 days, buddy. Like, 
I don't want to be hearing all these false promises with you and Kamala Harris. You and Kamala Harris, who is the woman who is mixed race, half black, half Indian. Oh, look how progressive we look. No, I don't care about that. What are your policies? What are you doing? What are you, what, where are you putting people's tax money? Are you trying to get these people health care? Are you going to take care of the problems that American people have been suffering from for the longest? I mean, America has faith, has faith with plenty of issues. Like, and I, I, I still, to this day, I still believe that Joe Biden is not the right candidate for it. Like, you have plenty of talented people in the Democratic, in Democratic Party of the United States, I believe. AOC. Oi, AOC is a boss. Trust me. I love Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is a She's fucking a legend. Boss. Like, I swear to God, if there's any, if there's anyone who gets to run for Democratic nomination in the next eight years. It, it should be that be woman. It, it has to be, be that she. woman. Because I feel as if she is the perfect candidate, in my opinion, for how she cares about issues that young people are going to have to deal with. Like, granted, she's maybe early, late 30s, early 40s. She's, she's 31. She's 31. Bro, she's young, as, she's young enough to actually understand what these kids, like, what our generation, who will be the adults in the next eight years, who will be the adults with jobs, kids, bills, and actual, like, positions in life... Like, she's understanding the problems we're, de- we're going to have to deal with, like, the problems with the race relations, environmental issues. Like, she's going to be the one to really push those issues and not fold. Because that woman is tough as fucking nails. Like, oh, my God. If there's anyone, I if there's anyone, I will pattern my, like, my children after in some, in some aspects. In some aspects. Because no politician is perfect. Even though I just said she's the perfect candidate. Anyways, if I was to pattern, like, my like a like my daughter or someone after any like politician it will be AOC because she is someone who actually understands like the issues you're like the future issues she isn't just thinking about her generation because I'm sorry she's a fucking senator or like a high like a higher up senator is she not for New York so these issues in theory okay congresswoman sorry she's the congresswoman for New York right so logically now Although she will feel bad about these issues, she has the money and the cachet that she could move around from these issues and be okay. But the fact is, she sees her position and wants to help other people, your average Joe in America, like fight these issues as well. And she isn't going to fold. Like, that's one thing I really like about her. Like, she doesn't succumb to pressure. And to be fair, Biden, hmm, she succumbed to it. I wouldn't say succumbed. That's probably inaccurate. But like, there's certain things that people wanted him to address, like fracking, that he's now a bit like, we're not going to stop fracking, even though that's incredibly fucking harmful. And America probably has the money and the scientists and whatever else you need to look into better forms of like energy and fuel and stuff like that. But anyways, like again, I know fuck all about politics. I do feel like with both these candidates now, nothing's really going to change. I feel like the surface level shit will change. If Biden gets in, at the very least, there's going to be more professionalism in the White House. And that means regardless of if he didn't achieve everything on his manifesto, everything he's been promising, he's going to just handle himself and handle handle America in a way where it's going to be brought back to a respectable place. And even the fucking like, Republicans will benefit from that. Because I'm sorry, the rest of the world is look is looking, looking at America like, Ha, see you idiots. See how stupid you people are. Like, why am I doing an African accent? But point being, <laughs> but point being, everyone is just looking at America like they're foolish. Like they're the child at the table. When in reality, they are every, one of every, Everyone is treating America like a reality TV show, in my opinion. When in reality, they are one of the most powerful countries in the world. They just have a baby throwing his toys out the pram for a leader. Oh. But... Honestly, I feel like I do really feel like women need to be in power in America. There needs to be genuinely a like a very strong female candidate running in America because I almost get the feeling that that won't change everything. Because yes, you have women on the Republican side who will probably who will probably have some awful things to say, but at the same time, you bring two females into the equation you're at least going to get a bit more professionalism and empathy on both sides. And being a Republican will be less, I mean, I, I mean this in the nicest way possible, being 
the Republican and being black or being a Republican and being a marginalized group in society will be less of a terrible thing, in my opinion. I, well, I mean, I mean, one thing I've got to say, yeah, women, for example, like as what as Lithuanian future prime minister said, basically, yeah, uh, men are leading, are basically, basically running politics with a lot of testosterone in it, whereas women have empathy. They will, they are willing to listen and they are willing to talk. We need some estrogen in this bitch. (laughs) 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 That probably is misogynistic. I don't know if that's misogynistic or not. If so, I'm so sorry. But yeah, no, low-key, there used to be a few more females like involved in politics, man, because low-key, as much as it's like there's been great moments, um, great like the men in power have done some great things and other men have just gone and fucked things up. I think just the general idea of having people who are naturally meant to be more empathetic will probably make things, will will generally make things a lot easier and will bring a sense of, will bring a more, like a more, like a more understand, like a middle ground. You'll actually be able to have Republicans and Democrats be a lot less at each other's throats. You'll still dislike each other on certain things, of course. You're naturally two opposing ideologies, but you're, going to you're not gonna have you're not gonna have this like constant fights in between republicans and democrats it'll be arguments it'll be frustration it'll be maybe a bit of shade on twitter but you're not gonna see random republican and random democrat fucking fight each other in the street because they're too milk that's what politics is is supposed to be like just sharing the ideas how to make the 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 future of the country or, or future of the people better and I feel like it's about time that women's voices were actually heard in the in the big in the big boy chair, as it were called. Like, yes, there are women in Congress and all the seats and stuff like that. But we need like I'd like, yeah, Kamala Harris is a vice president, great. But when is where where is like president like when is president gonna be there? When is female president gonna be on the table and a realistic possibility? Granted, we had Hillary in 2016, but... That was yeah. cool. Yeah, that didn't end too well. But again, we say all of this knowing that I know fuck all about politics. And but, but, especially... but, 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 but think about it, yeah? Look where Hillary went up to. Uh, from a presidential candidate to a, a fucking chancellor at the Queen's University in Belfast. To be fair. <laughs> I mean, that's a good uni. It's a very good uni. Don't get me wrong, but the downfall of this is a bit mad, in my opinion. Fair play, but look, I'm just excited. I just really want to see progress in America. I hope Biden wins just purely for the sake of the professionalism in the fucking White House because I've personally had enough of a man who is literally acting like a baby without his without his dummy, without breast milk, without basic enmities, a baby that hasn't had his diaper changed in 20 years. <laughs> Loki, it wouldn't surprise me if Trump actually wears a diaper. He's 74, you know, like, his that's bowels must analogy, be fucked. That's a good Let, analogy, to be fair. I'm, I'm the king of them. But, like, <laughs> on some real shit, like, it would not surprise me if fucking Trump wore, like, adult diapers. Because he's a, he's a senior citizen, you know, like. Yeah, technically, yeah, he's a senior citizen. And it's fucking hilarious. So he tries to call Biden old, yet they're you both old. When in reality, you, used to, you should sleep in bed all the time. Okay. <laughs> Joe Biden is quite old as well. He is more, he is 70 plus, but. They're both old as shit, but I just find it funny. You that... all are discussing shit about how to run a country better. When they're both from bygone eras of life. Anyways, I do generally, be- I do genuinely believe that there should be younger people like in those positions of power and like a, a bit more diversity, like a fucking, like. We need, we should, we just need more representation in the future. And I hope as we get older, there becomes more representation in terms of who runs for president. And I don't mean crackers like Kanye. I mean, with traditional parties, but. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm on fire today. But like... I'm just the old Kanye. Stay from the go, Kanye. <laughs> even, bro, even the old Kanye would be a problem in this election. <laughs> you know the shit he will come out with? I mean, he, I mean, he came out in 2005 if George Bush doesn't get up black people. Oh, so imagine if old Kanye now was like new Kanye is terrifying, and old Kanye will be just as terrified. I would just find old Kanye that bit more funny. Imagine the president 
calling everyone. How terrifying that would be. Oh, shit, man. But, um, yeah, no, I do hope for more diversity in politics in general, and not just with... Hashtag I, I stand with AOC, hashtag vote AOC. Eh, when it comes around, like, 2028 or, or whenever the fuck. Like, I just do genuinely want more diversity, like, in presidential elections, in, prime, in like, our elections with our prime ministers, respectively. Like, I do genuinely hope for more diversity. That's ultimately going to lead to a more... to a more representative... Um, style of ruling a country, in my opinion. But yeah, enough about the US election. We know fuck all about politics. I've said that three times. Whew, man. Moving on, next topic. What what else has happened during those past two weeks that we didn't record? I mean, the UK's terrorist threat just went up. <laughs> Yo, you need to enlighten me on this. Okay, so... Okay, so let me even check BBC now. Shout out to BBC for being one of the first to actually break this story. But long story short, the UK's um, terrorist threat went up to severe, meaning a terrorist threat is now considered likely. Because because, because there was a terrorist attack in Vienna yesterday. In yeah, 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 yeah. That how many people died in that? Like I don't I don't remember, but the number is quite 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 big, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, like prayers to anyone in Austria, prayers to anyone affected, and like, oh shit, there's a huge update. Hold up, yo. UK, UK terrorism threat has raged to severe. The UK terrorism threat has been upgraded from substantial to severe. The the move hey. means that security chief believes that an attack is highly likely, but there is no specific intelligence of an immediate incident. The move oh. follows Monday's shooting in Vienna, which had which four people died. Last week, three. Last week, three others died in knife in a knife attack in Nice, France, and a teacher was murdered in Paris last month. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about the teacher in Paris. Like it was disgusting to think about it. Oh God! Like because you asked a, a, a pupil to go out of the teaching room because it may offend you, and then he will he will kill you. It's just, it's just mental, in my opinion. Someone needs to get a life. Bro. It's disgusting. Like. France has a lot of problems. And I think everywhere has always been tense. It's just this pandemic hasn't helped anything on top of it. Because, look, France has their own problems being a secular country, yet they have, they're really, like, fucking up their Islamic population, having basically Islamophobic policies such as like not allowing hijabs in public places or schools or work. And that's obviously riling up tensions. So And what pisses me off is that Macron is, is quite a progressive politician. Like his, his party is like liberal central. So clearly what I don't understand is why would you do this? I fully, I fully get what that bitch Marie Le Pen says. Because she she's racist, she's Islamophobic, she's fucking homophobic, so she's fu- she's nationalist, she's she's as bad as Trump in my opinion. Um, Why would you do this in my opinion? Yeah, like, basically. This yeah. is sad. Like one of the one of the most powerful politicians in the world the does something to offend the race. Like, that, that's why this stuff bro, keeps France happening. France is wild. Some for, of our like, just, I get it. They want to be a secular country. Cool, but you shouldn't now want to maintain like, peace. Basically, persecuting Muslims and calling it freedom of speech. Because this is the like doing this, and you're a powerful country in France doesn't help the misinformation and misconception of Islam as the religion that it is, the peaceful religion that it's meant to be. And I mean, France has its own issues with nationalism. Like, for example, look at France's fo- national football team, for example. Like, generally, when they win, they are called out French. They are called French players. When they lose, for example, Paul Pogba is called a Fre- French player with Senegalese descent. This is ridiculous. Damn. Like, trust that's... me. For example, in Germany, yeah, Mesut Özil. You you may know about him. Yeah, I'll, yeah, he plays an Arsenal player. Oh, Bitek. Ooh, he's not registered yeah. in the he's not registered in the Premier League, so. Oh, fair play. Anyways. So, so basically, yeah, he says when I'm when when German win, I'm German. When when we lose, I'm an immigrant from Turkey. Damn. Trust me, I'm I'm genuinely like disappointed in what those people have to say. 
she experienced like uh, discrimination like this, it is just wrong in my opinion. Yeah, it's disgusting. Like, in my honest opinion, it's 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 one of the most disgusting things you still have to deal with in 2020. Like levels of discrimination going on to your athletes, so the people who proudly say I, I'm part of your country, like it's really fucking stupid because people will get mad at like an African athlete or a person of African descent who are now born in, who are now born in the UK or is representing the UK for losing or doing anything slightly out of place. But a person who was born in that country and was always born and born and bred in that country, let's say they could do something entirely way more disgusting and be considered like, let them off the hook, take it easy, that kind of stuff. Like, look how Raheem Sterling has been treated by the media. Oh, oh shit, what's it been like? Like, genuinely, do you remember in 2018 when uh, uh, his gun tattoo went all over the media? His, oh, his gun tattoo, yeah, yeah, vaguely, I remember, I remember. So, I don't understand it, like, it happens here, it happens basically everywhere in the world, where people are just... It's really stupid. It's really stupid because ultimately, why are you chastising people whose parents or they themselves as grown people decided, I want to go to a country that will give me the best opportunity to be a success, became a success in your country and is willing to fly your flag. When in reality, they could go back to their country of origin if they so wanted to and fly your flag in this and fly their flag in their sports game. If anything, you should be fucking grateful. Because doing this literally just continues to spread the misconception of immigrants and people who come from foreign lands. Oh, fuck. God damn, what was that? Fucking firework. These people are crazy, man. It's like Nigeria on New Year's all of a sudden. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Trust I me, it's, it's every single time in Lithuania, man. I'm, like, used to this. Bro, I swear to God, New Year's in Nigeria... There's a high chance someone will burn you alive because, I, like, the moment they said Happy New Year, people are laying off, like, molotovs and frame flowers, like, right next to you. And I, like, granted, when I was when I was there for the New Year's, like, the crossover service, whatever they call it, I was there, and this one guy just popped up, like, two, three rows behind me, had a, like, flamethrower and an aerosol can. The way those flames hit your head, like, Although the, the, the flames didn't touch me, the force at the heat of those flames was serious, man. Hey, it was like I was in a sauna. This New Year's will be really, really sad. Yeah, it's going to be really depressing this Christmas. All I want for Christmas it's is the same with my family. <laughs> <laughs> it's a not, normal not life. A, not via messenger or Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> now, on the real if this lockdown will be eased by a little bit. I'm going to Northampton straight away. Oh, that's sick. Um, I think this lockdown isn't going to be... This is a good segue, by the way. I personally don't feel like this lockdown is going to be eased until Christmas. Like Literally, they'll be like, it's Christmas Day. Fuck the coronavirus <laughs> for, for the day. Go home to your families. Which is oh, yeah. terrifying, but necessary so like i think i'll go home and chill with the family like, i don't think we'll be allowed to go home for a very long time but i'll definitely try and go home and touch base with like family and stuff because man this year's been hard on fucking everyone imagine me i'm stuck oh, in the uk damn that's rough that's real rough sad isn't it well again it's life you you'll never We'll never always have uh, chocolate rivers flowing. So. True. Not every day sunshine and rainbows. Yes. Oh, my God, my God, my God. What's next? What's next? What's next? What's been happening? Um, What's been happening? Uh, Well, we, we are going into a lockdown in about... Two a, days? Yeah, two days. 48 hours. Oh, shit. <laughs> How are you feeling about that? What's like your biggest concerns? What's that? <clears throat> I'm concerned that the, the public transport will be destroyed because, uh, as some of you don't know, I'm I'm actually working. I'm a key worker now. Oi, oi. So so clearly so clearly I need to travel from Huddersfield to Leeds in order to get to my job. 
if the public transport will be fucked, there's no way I'm I'm earning any peas. Damn. Like, what do you work at specifically? The food packaging, Amazon. Damn. Do you? Do you? Then I tell you. Oh yeah, you told me last year, and like towards the end of last year, you, did, you were doing something similar. Yeah, I was. I, I came back because they they just they just needed workers. I thought, yo, I can make some money. Yo, let's go, let's do this. Um, you know, revs are just you know revs. The Cuba just shut down forever. Oh no. Bro, like I'm seeing this right now in the in my like accommodation group chat or the unofficial one, but like they've just shut down after one million pound revamp two years ago. Oh god. This is sad. Fuck. Camel's about to shut down. Bro, Camel's gonna shut down as well. And like this is a great transition too. Like yo, yo, we can talk about it. You didn't plan this. Bro, like again, I reiterate from the last few podcasts. If you knew me in first year or listened to this last year, you knew how much I low-key hated a lot of these nightclubs. But realizing you're seeing homegrown nightclubs and like night like nightclubs, bars and stuff that will either homegrown or like genuinely loved by students and the general public closing down because of this pandemic. It low-key makes me sad because Verve is gone. Camel's sadly going to go because they need to raise like... Verve's 50- gone. Verve's gone, yeah. Verve's gone, gone, man. It was one of the first two go. It didn't survive the first wave. It's sad because I've, because I've heard it's a good place. Like you, you used to go there all the time. Bro, with Hussy in it. Like that was the like, arguably one of the best nights out I went on. Shout out Hussy. But like we need it, to get Joe back on the podcast one day. Yeah, big up Joe. Had dinner with him a few weeks ago. Lovely guy. Anyways, point being, hope, hope the music's going well. By the way, if he's listening. Yeah, big up Axis. But um, it's really sad in a way because Huddersfield is a very small town that has basically nothing, and these nightclubs and students is literally the lifeblood of this place. Because other than us and these clubs. You literally will just have a bunch of crackers lying around this place doing fuck all. And, you know, that's still entertaining in a crude, in a crude <laughs> kind of way. Don't get me wrong. That's, uh, that's, that's, that, that's, that's one thing that pisses me off about this town, yeah? Is because everyone, you go to McDonald's, yeah? Hmm. Hey, do you have any spare change, big fella? I'm just like, no, fuck off. Yo, like, home, to... like homelessness is a sad thing to see regardless. But, but, like, but, they, but they are not using money properly on food. They're, like you, they're, they're buying heroin. A lot, a lot of them. A lot of them are. But like there are a few genuinely like ho- like homeless people that like if they ask for a meal, like, yo, what do you need? If I have the money, I'll try and give it to you. But like the thing is with Huddersfield, without the students and without these places to go, I'm worried what's going to happen is we're just going to have a bunch of like, like, just all like, corporational nightclubs and bars come in and take over this cheap like cheap properties and stuff and like jack up the prices to entry and it won't it just won't be the same like Huddersfield's gonna lose his broken charm because of like literally because of this pandemic and because think about it the one thing that attract the two things that attract you to Huddersfield the fact that it's pretty much a student town like it relies heavily on the lifeblood of students just doing wild shit on a night out like one eighth of 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 town's population are, are students. Exactly. Uh, it basically tells it all. And to be fair, like without us, you're left with like the crooked smile parts of Huddersfield. Like the parts of Huddersfield you shouldn't you shouldn't genuinely find joy in or find entertainment out of. Like the fucking the homeless people, the dogging, the all sorts of wild shit. That, like you just wouldn't Trust think. Me. I can't, I, for example, I can't get to Greenhead Park yeah, if I was smelling a bit of weed. Oh, yeah, man. Hell I'm, hell, I'm around my accommodation all the time. I smell weed regularly. Like, hey, big up my 420 people, but like... Big up free weed <laughs> gang shit. <laughs> but anyways, it's sad to see Ravs go. It's sad to see, it will be sad to see Camel go. Because generally, the camel had this reputation of just be when you are finishing your night out, oh, we need to it was pa- pass out, yeah. It, it was, was a finisher. perfect finishing move. Trust you me. go like it was like this. You you pre at yours if you're a student. You go pre drinks at yours, and that's just, like, and then you go. Oh shit! I remember when I went to yours for pre drinks that one time. Yeah, bro, that was all the, oh, the shit I could say about that night. But. Oh, <laughs> 
beans. We don't spill the beans. No, 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 no. There's nothing. In, in, in short, yeah, I was a bodyguard of my roommate all the time. So you were basically a bodyguard, and then yeah, we didn't play like a bodyguard. Like, like Paul was taking out some cash from from Lloyd's machine. My roommate was like, "Yo, I love you, I love you." I was just like, "Mate, he shut was the fuck so up. gone." I, I would, was... I would have fucked him up. Trust me. Bro, brothers like. We Brothers like that we, when they get drunk are fucked, we, man. We live Lithuanians, we are annoying when drunk. I, for example, I'm very loud and I, I get political. But the Jesus. thing is, that guy, that guy is too annoying. And you know how, <laughs> how, you know me on the night out, trust me. God. You saw me multiple times. Bro, when I used to see you, Brad, and I think Ben, Tom. maybe? Yeah, you, Brad, and Tom. Anytime I saw you guys before a night out, I knew it was going to be lit. <laughs> 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 Oh fuck! Oh. Like it's like it sounds like we fucking graduated. The way we we're fucking talking about this place, man. But it's genuinely fucking sad because I didn't love Camel. Believe you me, I'm the last person who loved Camel unless I was drunk off my ass <laughs> and it was like the last place everyone's going. And it was just it was just fun because unless, talk- unless, I'm I'm going there unless I'm drunk and I have a Galia right next to me. That's the oh. only that's the only way I will go to Camel. On Bro. any ordinary day, I'm not going there. Bro, camel, on stu- camel on student night when you're wasted is the best fucking time. <laughs> it's like, a vibe. I, I'm saying this now in retrospect, but like I didn't appreciate it enough. Because me, I love to talk to people on a night out. You have no idea the fucking characters you see on a night out on student night. Like, oh my god. <laughs> like, bro, that one time when I went pre-drinks at yours... Loki, like, you know I was like within 10 minutes. Within 10 minutes of me being there, I was having my fun. Let's just put it that way. Oh, <laughs> it didn't take long at all. Okay, I can talk I can talk about my, my side of the night, really. Fuck Jesus, it. like, I can't really talk about mine because there's other people involved and I'm not going to do that. But I, I, wouldn't suggest, I wouldn't suggest you just talk about it because you may ruin some relationships, innit? <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Oh, oh no, that like no, Loki. That one was my birthday. Where Loki must have fucked up someone's relationship. <laughs> Loki. <laughs> oh yeah. Is she still so- around? Uh, nah, bro. No, 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 no. I hope she's not around. I hope oh, she's not around. Oh, we. Yeah, we just, we leave that one dead and buried, please. Well, she's not dead, I hope. But, like, still, no, we leave that one buried in the past. You don't tell. <laughs> yes, we do not. We do not do that at all. Big up, Skeppy, big up, AJ. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Well, basically, on that night, we started three drinks at mine, yeah? Uh-huh. We went, we, we went to Five, we got our stamps, we went to Mavericks, where... If you if you know, there's there will always be some interesting societies down there. Of course, shout shout to the that ladies' rugby society. The so ladies' rugby society. They're always like I went, ended up going into like Mavs with them once, bro. All of them love to fucking dance. Like, granted, a lot of people here love ABBA and stuff like that, which is something I'm not used to given the crowd of people I hang around with typically. But man, like these people really love this stuff. Like they really get involved in the dances and the singing. Like these people fully start singing like they're on X Factor. <laughs> it's the best thing. And plus Mavs, I think Mavs do like, ch- did relatively cheap drinks consistently, which Trust is always me. lovely. One pound entry and like, and quite cheap drinks. Yeah, it was mm. good. Trust me. So we met basically some of the guys from Rugby Union, I believe, or Rugby League. I don't remember where, the, where, where Andrew is. Union, Union. Okay, so we met. So I met Andrew. I look at him. He's just like, oh, I remember you. Basically, yeah, you need to buy me a drink. I'm going to the toilet. Yeah, I saw five on the stair. Fuck it, I'm taking it. I'm buying him everything he wants. Just, 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 just that he can piss off away from me. Oh my yeah. gosh. So basically, yeah. So after this, my roommate bought me some vodka lemonade. And he was boasting all night about, I'm going to outdrink you, yada, yada. Just we left Mavericks, yeah? He threw up. Oh, is that the same roommate that just pissed you off the whole night? Yes. Oh, my one. God. So we went to five. I'm looking on that. There's Vava. Nah, man. 15 minutes later, I don't know what I'm doing at the, at the student bar with one pound drinks. Mm. You bought me, you bought me hella Jaeger bombs. I remember you bought me like four. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was, I spent like sixty pounds that night. Bro, you were boiling that night. Still, I wasn't complaining, but like, 
<laughs> Yo, it was fun. <laughs> Trust me, the amount of times I basically I saw so I saw Vava, I saw Ella, I saw, I saw plenty of people, and I I ended up at home like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. turns out my roommate's best mate threw up on his on his on his bed. Whoa. <laughs> Trust me. Jokes. So basically, jokes. yeah, my my roommate's night off night out ended up crying on on my bed. Well, that's that's nasty. I, that is nasty. I went, I went, I went. I still went to Camel just to finish my night off. First. Well, because I was alone, yeah. I I I basically paid five a five pound entry and left minutes later. Oh, first. So clearly. But, yeah, like in all seriousness, it's fucking sad to see like these local like family owned or like like family owned establishments pretty much get left in the dust because well, i don't think revs de cuba is but like generally it's just sad to see a lot of the like local bars get like swept away because of this pandemic and it's gonna really piss me off if they get taken over by like corporate club like clubs and stuff like that like i don't really... want to see five or six spoons down this like, town center we, we have enough weather spoons you know what we're gonna see we'll see prisms we'll see like attics anywhere that's ma- any clubs that are mad corporate it's gonna piss me off because, like, it, I don't like you don't know what the prices. The prices will probably go up, and granted, they may or may not be able to get like some better DJs and stuff. But and they might maybe have better playlists. But it's just the vibe's not gonna be the same. Like, yeah. Oh like, man, like that's why Camel was quite good because the vibe is down there. Like yeah, because the, it was family owned and it was like, like Jesus Christ, man. Like granted, there was some wild shit that went on in that club that I hope that you know, this pandemic shows them, like, stuff they can improve on if they make it through it, but... Hopefully they when will. It, when everything was going well, when there wasn't much bullshit going around and people you knew were safe and just having a good time, you could, like, it was just fun. Like, when, it's, when it becomes corporately... When, every, when it becomes corporate, or if, like, these kind of places get taken over by corporate clubs who just come in and take, take this, like, take the properties for cheaper than they actually are worth... God, it's going to be rough for us because they're gonna probably charge us more for entry. Granted, there'll be better DJs, but I don't really give a fuck. Like, it's not gonna be the same. It's nothing's gonna feel nothing's gonna feel right. It'll be just like, bad. bro, fucking to- like I was pissed off when Tokyo didn't make it through in our first year. Oi, I had some banging reviews about bro, Tokyo. Bro, like don't get me wrong, Tokyo was like oh, it was briefly called like. I think it was briefly called like Funhouse or like Courthouse. Courthouse, that's the one, yeah. That was, I, I wasn't there, but you told me that it was really, really good. Bro, it should have been the best one. I swear, it would have been like the. It was mad ambitious, but if they actually had the funding behind it and like they actually were, if they were able to make it through, they would have been easily, in my opinion, the best club in Hollywood because they have multiple floors, different music, different vibes. Ah. If only, if only that made it through to my second term in uni. Or no, if that made it through, like, Look, half to, of... my, to my second term in uni, because in th- during the first one, I was just working my ass off. Library till 3 a.m. in the morning. Fuck it. Second term, every Damn. every every Wednesday, night out. And Bro, just... literally fucking me. Every Wednesday, I was like, I don't, I don't really have a squad to roll with, but I'm just going to see who's out and go from there. That was literally me. Fam, I, I hope this year ends up quick, as quick as possible. Cause we need to. I want to get back to normal, like a relative normal life. Like I want a, one of these places to come back open and actually survive. Cause look, I don't care if loads of places become corporate, but that one family-owned place that stays like family-owned or like non-corporate, I guarantee you the money that place will make. Cause students will fucking flood that place. Because we've all lived through this pandemic, and we're not all—we don't all want to be in like a place where we're gonna get charged twenty pounds for entry when we're in Huddersfield, and uh, and there's a dress code and all that shit. Like, people will flood that place. But man, like, you know what's funny? Courthouse, like, although courthouse was still fucked, it had like stabbings and all that shit. Like, it had some serious fucking problems. Oh. When it was going good, it went well. Like, even before we got here, before our year got here, and it used to be called Tokyo. Because I remember Googling, like, when I realized I was going to Huddersfield, I remember Googling um, the local nightclubs and stuff. And, you know, we found out there was adult entertainment. I was laughing about that. <laughs> and then... Big up, Cleo. Sorry, big <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 
thirsty as shit. You're a thirsty bastard. <laughs> trust me, trust me. I live thirty seconds wow. away from Cleo. Oh yeah, you used to live right there, but still trust no. Like I went once. I don't need to go again. But trust still, me, I went there once by myself. I don't uh, want to go there again. No, nah, it was it was it was an experience. A decent experience, but you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pedo. I'm good. But um, bro, man, like what I was saying, like when I was googling all like the nightclubs and shit when I first got here, I was gassed. I was near a strip club because you know, 18 year old me still in boarding school, and then I was what realizing that holy crap, there's this one called Tokyo, and it's like got all these different rooms and stuff. I'm like, that's gonna be the spot. We get here now. We think we still think, yeah, it's gonna be cool. It's all right, but I'm like nervous as hell. Don't have my confidence yet, and like I didn't really appreciate it for what it was. And now that Basically, I'm basically in... Paul before he was cool. Uh, yeah, before other <laughs> before things happened, before he grew up, <laughs> before he got some hair on his chest or in his face. But still, oh man, fucking hell. But yeah, no, it's sad to see these local establishments go. Even though Revs isn't local, and I'm pretty sure that's owned by like a large company, it's still sad to see these places go. Hope they can recover. Hope Camel recovers. Please donate to Camel, because uh, if there's one place I'm going to hear the Pump Up song, I'd rather it be a family-owned place. Just going to say that now. Even though I hate that song with a burning passion, please save Camel. <laughs> Hashtag save Camel. <laughs> Yo, we should call the fucker save Camel. <laughs> yeah, we may as well. We may as well. Oh Jesus! Wow. Oh man, there's so much shit we're gonna have to bleep out of this podcast, but fuck me! <laughs> oh, it was worth it. <laughs> oh wow! One of wow. the bell ones. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Um, <laughs> finally, a positive one, by the way. <laughs> yeah, after like three straight weeks of like the coldest, most depressed shit ever, we finally we just get... skipped one. We skipped one because some stuff happened. Bro, that one was bad. If, if we tried to do a podcast there, I think so, I think we look, he would have made some of his... Like, okay, no jokes about suicide. No jokes. About, I don't mean to joke about suicide and self-harm, but we would not have made someone's mental health any better. We would have made it so much worse. I am so sorry. But thankfully, we're back. We're more positive. And yeah, man, I just... I miss nights out, man. I miss them with a burning passion. Oh, God. <laughs> Shout, shout, shout out to my boys Brad and Tom Yeah man <laughs> oh, I re- Bro I remember when I see you guys come into lectures After, after the night Because this is before I knew how lit student nights were And you guys would be god as fuck And just be tired And like when the like, you sit on the highest part of like the state Like the like The like pews or whatever the fuck they're called The the highest row that you could sit on And I'd see you guys Can always be like a row behind you And i just laugh my fucking head off Oh shit! I'm just going. I, I after the night out, I was just going to like just just purely for the sake of it. Oh gosh! And like, just, just just to catch up what I've missed. I swear, <laughs> so just, and I swear to God, it was always fun seeing other journalism and media students just out on a night out because we rarely see no. them. Us Honestly, lot, like, us lot, do not see each other at all. It's weird. And we b- barely talked, like generally. Like none, like basically none. Like we all, we all basically work in the same building. We're in the same lectures for a whole year. And well, we'll... we didn't, be- but we barely talked. Like, Trust me, genuinely. like it was madness. And then when you see, do, 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 you do not realize how happy I was when I saw Ellen on a night out. Trust me, you do not realize how how happy I was when I saw Finley after he Bro. dropped out. Of, not he didn't drop out of uni, by the way. Sorry. Shout out to Finley. Hope hope you're really really well. I need to call him actually, but like, Yo. but man, 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 Dude, like, you don't realize was, how happy I was when I saw both of them. Bro, it, it would just... be fun. It was always good when you saw any of the Mandan that you knew from uni. Because the funny, the weird thing is, like, even the girls, man, like Loki, I didn't, bro. The girls fully, a lot of the girls sat on the complete other side of the lecture, like theaters and whatever. Basically, right? basically, but, yeah. For context, there was like a, a boys' rose and there were girls' rose. Like it wasn't like we literally were separate. Like it was second, like it was primary school and it was the disco. Like I don't like I don't know if it's the thing in like where you were like where you grew up, but like primary school discos back in the day, the boys and girls would be so scared to mix. Oh, they, we didn't have 
we didn't have those unfortunately, but I know what you're talking about because it's all, all over movies. It's but, all over Simpsons, by the way. But like, Trust yeah. Me. So when you see like the girls you didn't actually speak to, and they'd be like, "Oh hi, Paul." I'm like, "Hey, what's your name?" <laughs> How do you know my name? <laughs> like for real, I was, that's a question that asked dead us. I asked that question like, "What do you? Know, How do you know my name?" And it's like, "Oh, right, you study journalism. We're in the same lecture." I'm like, "Oh, now right." Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss those days. I miss those fucking days, bro. But trust me, I can imagine. Yeah. Once this all over, the, the night, night out. I think people will die. That like that day, someone will die. <laughs> It'll be like <laughs> I don't mean again. I don't mean to be vulgar, but people will actually go so far over the top because they're so tired of this pandemic that like people will end up in hospital that night. I'm sure, like more than usual, like more than the occasional one person who had a bit too much to drink. But I, I, that night out, as soon as this lockdown shit is done, boy. We're heading. We are too heading. Bro, like, if it happens this year, if it happens within the time we're in second year, the turn up we will have. Like, I'm doing a fucking world tour. The world tour is back on. I say, no, the tour of the north is back on. Like, I swear to God. Manchester, Liverpool, Newcastle, they're going. Bro, we're going fucking everywhere. I swear to God. And if I've I've got bees, we need to go Belfast just purely for for a nightlife in there. Trust me. Oh, that might kill me because Irish can drink, but um, <laughs> oh Lithuanians as well. <laughs> then again, Nigerians drink like there was a statistic like years ago. Nigerians could drink, drank more Guinness than um Irish people, which was mad. But when since I went there every year for holidays at the time, like very true, <laughs> very fucking true. But yeah, man, it was fucking crazy. I mean, you. I mean, you're talking with someone with someone who's from the country that has the highest rate of alcohol consumption in, in the whole country in the whole world. So, bro, certain kinds of Europeans know how to drink, bro. You people, can, you people are different. You people are very fucking different. Oh gosh, man, like. <laughs> Oh man, I miss nights out. I miss camel. I miss, I miss normal life. I miss five bar, just for the, the stars. I miss, I miss what five bar used to be. I haven't been on one night out like properly this year, really, because what's the point of me? Like I'm somebody who, if I'm going on a night out, if you know me well, I'm going to talk to other people, and in all likelihood, yes, I'm going to talk to other females. Full disclosure, but. And this is single me, by the way. I wasn't like a fucking cheater or nothing. Point being, Mike, I love to talk to different people because you don't see everyone. But like drunk me can talk, can hold conversations like like sober me could only dream of. Like me with a bit of alcohol in the system and he's not nervous. Wow. Boy, I could. You see me. You have seen. You can vouch for this. Oh God, I won't. <laughs> I won't tell. I won't tell anyone this because it may ruin someone's friendship. Maybe, just maybe, but you know, it, it, it starts with a friendship. Of it. It starts with a friendship. <laughs> oh, gosh. But drug me is... Ah, he's a conversationist, to say the least. But, like, if I'm at five now, yeah, I don't want to be there or my, having to be stuck on my own table, having to, like, try and talk to girls I'm passing by to, like, go up to the bar for a drink. Like, Jesus, man. It's fucking annoying as hell. I don't want this COVID shit to go away. Like, I'm, I'm Speaking of COVID, I'm glad Liverpool is going to start, like, citywide testing... Hopefully everyone gets tested and that sparks a wave that they start doing in the north after this lockdown because I need my normal life back. I don't care that you have to restrict certain things and change things permanently because of the effects of COVID. Like, what do you think would change like on nights out if when COVID is all said and done? I, I, I mean, I mean, basically the basic necessities, really, hand sanitizing and all them. I, I, don't, like think all that face, I don't think face masks will be necessary. People will be burning those things as soon as COVID's over. But, like, low-key, I feel like for nights out, how they'll change is, like, they'll, I definitely feel like some clubs will still definitely be purely seated for a while. And, like, obviously a place like Huddersfield, that shit's not going to apply. But, like, you know, places like London and all that, like, shit just won't go straight back to normal. Like, you're going to have... Basically, it won't go back. Like, there's going to be a lot more seating available. There's going to be... I guarantee you, like they're gonna be really, tr- they're gonna really be cautious of how much time you spend standing up, with talking to different people. Like you probably won't even be able to get with, like get with people inside the club, which 
Mm, probably there will be probably there will be some sort of social distancing implemented in there. Though like I think yeah, it would like, be like five, a, five square like, meters for one person, for example. It'll be like a gradual like progression, like okay, you can, okay, you have to stay seated for most of the night, but you can get up and talk to each other a bit more, wear face coverings, then, okay, no more face coverings, you can talk to each other a bit more, but, you know, still, lim- like, limited capacity, temperature checks, like, yeah, all that. Yeah, limited like, capacity, temperature checks must be that. Has Dude. to be. Like, after then, this pandemic, you're going to see how quickly disease can spread in nightclubs, bro, but, man, because... I loved Camel, but Camel could be a madness of a place because I would always say that you're like walking around in Camel, you'll catch something. Not even like that sounds bad. Like getting <laughs> with people, like we're erasing that by the way. I don't want to sound like a nonce, but like, <laughs> but like yo, talking to people and like you know getting with people, all that stuff. Like genuinely, sometimes it felt so bad. Like yo, I could low key catch something just by w- breathing this air. So, like, it won't surprise me if they do, like, temperature checks, limited capacity, are stricter on the type of people they let in. Like, if you look high off your ass, they're not letting you in. And all that shit. They're going to be stricter with, like, the people they let in and stuff like that, which is ultimately going to be a good thing because it means people will be more safe and, you know, people are actually able to enjoy night out a bit more rather than being cautious. But at the same time, I feel like everyone, like, some people will still be even more on edge on their night out. Like, it's going to be... It's going to be a real mixed bag, but things will definitely not ever be the same. We'll see about it. Oh, Maybe like in a few years, it will be go back to proper. It'll take, yeah, like, it will actually take years. It will take a lot of years to bring it back where it used to be before. Yeah, man. Generally, though, like... Oh, man. The best days in uni, man. So, first year, came. man. First year was just different, but... Yeah, like... I feel like we've talked enough about these, like everything we could talk about. <laughs> really, yeah. I f- actually feel like we have, because we like this is probably the best episode we've done for a while. Of three weeks scared, but we're back on form. <laughs> you know, we we're airballing the last three episodes, but you know, I think we hit a few swishes. I definitely think we uh we get we we scored we we did our thing. <laughs> we we did well. We did really really well. We knocked this bitch out of the park, but yeah, no. <laughs> um, hashtag save camel. Like, do you want to do the outro, or should I? Do you do, because I've talked for way too much on this podcast. <laughs> Which is a good thing, because, like, you do way more research than I could ever manage to do for a while. But, um, yeah, so it's been Paul and Martinez. Hashtag save camel club. Save any local nightclubs and bars you live around, whether you are in Huddersfield or not. If they still are open, like, even though we're going into lockdown, buy as many drinks as you can from them. Like, support them if they ask for donations. Like, do whatever you can to save these places because they literally make your town as a student. And uh, hopefully nights out come back. Morning, Martinez, once again. Americans, vote. Enjoy your election. Hashtag go for Biden and...